Chloe here and welcome back to my channel and if you are new here ladies and lurkers welcome so today's video will be a feminine how-to on the basics of understanding manifestation and for those of you who don't know what manifesting is uh, manifesting is using the combined power of focused attention and focused intention and centering and using the power of belief and desire to create the life that we want and manifesting can be done no matter the political climate and or the current financial times because manifesting has everything to do with your mindset and the quality of your thoughts. Now this video is not for every listener or ear hustler or subscriber of this channel. This video is for the listeners who want ideas and solutions and strategies as unsexy as they are to most people on how to give themselves a better life. And as feminine women, we have to train ourselves and gift ourselves and condition ourselves to always focus on hope and possibilities as opposed to overindulging in the spirit of the petty and feeling defeated and manifesting and learning how to manifest is probably one of the most powerful solution-oriented feminine skills that a feminine woman can have in her arsenal. So while everyone else is focusing on what he said and she said and they said and they did, a feminine woman is focusing on her rise and her ascendancy and her feminine elevation. And that is the secret, ladies, on how a feminine woman becomes a winner at both love and life. And learning how to manifest is especially important for women who are completely starting from the bottom and for women who have absolutely nothing to lose. But the great thing about being at the bottom, ladies, is that you can always work your way to the top by using manifest magic. Now, the skill of manifesting is now more important and necessary than ever because we are now living in uncharted territory that will deeply affect our futures and the quality of our decision making. And as quiet as kept, and not too many people will tell you this, but I will, but personal manifesting and energetic manifesting is happening every hour and every minute of every day. And if any of you have seen the powerful film, The Secret, you will learn that manifesting is happening whether we like it or not and whether we believe in it or not. But unfortunately, uh, most people will manifest by default. And that default often involves uh, the addiction of following negativity wherever it goes and following low vibrations and following low frequency and negative distractions and not having a plan or a goal for yourself or even a feminine dream to keep yourself inspired. And unfortunately, too many women get caught up in looking to be offended and the addiction of pain porn and surrounding ourselves with people who have disempowered and debilitating mindsets and low quality thinking and even lower quality thoughts. And whatever we allow, ladies, to dominate our thoughts, and this is very important to hear, whatever we allow to dominate our thoughts and our minds will be a reflection of our reality. And that is the promise of the law of attraction. Uh, people tend to overly focus on negative drama, and then they wonder why their personal lives are such a reflection of smallness and stuckness and misery which is why you need to subscribe to this channel so that you can take your feminine awareness 
and your feminine elevation and your feminine possibilities to the highest of levels. Now, manifesting is what helps us to have an empowered mindset of the glass being half full as opposed to the glass being broken or half empty. And if there's only one lesson... $150,000. See, this is exactly how much money I made online in the last 14 days. And what I love about this money, it's predictable, it's sustainable. No matter what's going on in the economy, uh, if there's a natural disaster, if there's a pandemic, I don't have to worry about getting laid off because I work for myself. This is something that I can do from anywhere in the world. And what I really, really love about it is it's allowed me to take care of my family, my kids, and my wife. And we don't have to ever worry about what's going on outside our door. We can stay inside. We can work from home. And all I really need is a laptop and a phone to do this. But let me be clear and kind of tell you what this is not, okay? This is not affiliate marketing where you're selling other people's junk trying to get a cut. This is not setting up an Amazon store where you're drop shipping from China and doing all that stuff. It's not Shopify where you're spending a bunch of money on ads and trying to sell products. This is not SEO where it takes 6 or 12 that you'll learn from this video is that thoughts create things and that your thoughts and the quality of your thoughts are way more powerful than you could ever imagine. So here are my 10 feminine and simple yet effective strategies on how to manifest the feminine life that you desire. Uh, number 10, visualize. Ladies, visualize the life that you want. And you can do this by closing your eyes and using the power of creative visualization. And you can also do this by printing out photos and cutting out pictures of magazines and creating a vision board. Uh, number 9. Write down your goals. Uh, ladies and lurkers, you cannot know where you are going if you don't write it down. Uh, when you don't write down your goals, not only will your direction be lost, but you will more than likely remain stuck because feminine women write down their goals and they execute. Number eight, after you write down your goals, write down your intentions. Ladies, your intentions is your to-do list. Ladies, intentions are the everyday things that you can accomplish that will bring you closer and closer to your goals. For example, if your goal is to write a book, then your intention will be to write a paragraph or a page every day. Or if your goal is to lose 30 pounds, then your daily intention should include cutting calories or fasting or working out, or improving the quality of your daily nutrition. Your intentions, ladies, are your goals broken down into bite-sized, manageable pieces so that you aren't overwhelmed by your to-do list. Uh, number seven, center yourself. Centering yourself means getting clear, and this can be done by either uh, praying or meditating or journaling or getting out of your own way uh, to stop the spirit of self-sabotage and distraction uh, dead in its tracks. If you are a person or a woman who struggles with self-consistency and stopping and going, then that is more than likely the spirit of self-sabotage. So learn how to center yourself so that your energy can become more clear and unblocked. Number six, clean up your environment. Ladies, if you are surrounded by garbage and clutter, you will attract it to yourself like a magnet. And clutter is a blessing blocker because clutter communicates to the universe uh, the message that you have a strong belief and lack. And when lack is present, uh, being limited and stuck will follow. Uh, number five, 
have a feminine plan. A feminine plan, ladies, is a specific, tailor-made plan that is geared towards increasing your levels of femininity. Ladies, what are your feminine dreams? What type of man do you see yourself with? What kind of places would you like to travel? Whatever your feminine dreams are, write them down. Uh, wear feminine jewelry. Wear your perfect shade of red lipstick. Wear more dresses instead of pants. Learn how to walk in heels. Write down your feminine goals, ladies, and execute. Uh, number four, have patience and flexibility. Ladies, if things are not going your way, and if you are experiencing a few detours, stay the course and do not go back to the allure of dysfunction or back to the addiction of what broke you. Uh, you need to understand that the universe is your collaborator and not your enemy. Number three, manifesting also means being happy. Uh, ladies, as cliche as it sounds, happiness is a choice and happiness is a vibe and a frequency that only increases when we invite more happiness in. But if you are a person who is always inviting the vibration of misery in, then misery will be your company and forever at your feet and at your doorstep. Uh, number two, stop being afraid of failure. And this is a huge one. Ladies and lovers, Every successful person that you admire and know has lost. And many successful people uh, fail every day, including myself, and in devastating fashion. But failure does not define us. So if you are struggling with a growing in your feminine, do not give up. And number one, practice gratitude and always expect the best to be on its way. Uh, ladies, I cannot stress enough the importance of saying thank you for all wins and losses and all life lessons, big and small. And I teach this to my daughter every day. Learn how to say thank you for your life and learn how to be thankful. But when you are thankful, ladies, you are more in your feminine as a receiver. And feminine women are receivers. So learn how to say thank you for anything that you perceive to be a blessing. I am always shocked at the amount of people who live their lives with a profound lack of gratitude. But gratitude is the game changer that puts you on a forever path of receiving and goodness. But the spirit of stinginess and perpetual anger will always attract the worst of the worst when it comes to life experiences, especially when it comes to attracting mouth-breathing low-value men. And as a bonus, Learn how to mind the hypergamous business that pays you. Uh, ladies, every negative offense does not deserve a reaction or a response. And the more you practice this uh, feminine skill of not responding, the more you will increase your ladylikeness. If a dust bunny is shading you or if a dusty is calling you low value, always remember that it is not what they call you. It is what you respond to. So learn how to not respond and mind the hypergamous business that pays you. This is where having a plan for your life keeps you focused. And I find that the women who are the most triggered by the ugly thoughts and opinions of others are the women who don't have a plan. So ladies, have a plan for your life and stop putting so much stock into caring about the people who don't pay your bills. And always remember that you will never meet a mouth-breathing hater that is doing better than you. So that's all that I have to say on this for now. Manifesting is absolutely the path and the way to a better life because the quality of your mindset and your thoughts
as far and as high as you want to go. So stay tuned for more feminine videos to come, and I will catch up with you ladies and you lovers in the next one. Now, the mid-maintenance dynamic or the medium-maintenance woman is the woman who is far from a low-maintenance woman. But hey, everyone, Chloe here, and welcome back to my channel. And if you are new here, ladies and lurkers, welcome. So this video is a follow-up to my feminine maintenance series, and this video will be a continued feminine school discussion on the necessary topic of being provided for by men. Now, the mid-maintenance dynamic or the medium-maintenance woman is the woman who is far from a low-maintenance woman, but she is also far from being hypergamous, as she is typically the working woman whose mindset is fixated on the virtues of fairness and being fair to men and equality and being the good girl who doesn't make waves in the realm of men. The mid-maintenance woman's mantra, teamwork makes the dream work, and that is until it doesn't. The mid-maintenance woman is the woman who cannot shake or let go of the idea of being fair or being a helper to men. Now, these 50-50 arrangements or air quote equality arrangements or this split the bills down the middle arrangement is what is taught to be the ideal standard of romantic relationships. But when examined a bit more in depth, these relationships are generally filled with quiet resentments, lots of mini power struggles, and deeply embedded and corrosive and imploding frustrations that often come to a volcanic boiling point. And why does this often happen in the medium maintenance dynamic? Because a woman who isn't allowed at some point in her life to fully rest in her feminine or in her marriage, or in her relationship, will become a bitterly resentful workhorse. And ladies and lurkers who are triggered and who are listening and ear hustling, we see and we experience these kinds of bitterly angry women of all shades every day. Uh, ladies, being overtaxed and frustrated and drained and exhausted and physically overwhelmed from doing it all alone or both taking care of home and commuting and working outside of the home are the supposed gains of being a strong, independent, modern woman. However, and this is a big however, the problem is that the independent women gains, okay, the gains that we have earned in the women's movement do not feel so rewarding when a woman is experiencing them in her marriage and her romantic partnerships. And this topic isn't openly discussed enough. Now, I am not saying that 50-50 relationships are doomed from the start. What I am saying is that the mid-maintenance struggle dynamic is a tick-tick-boom dynamic that will cause a relationship to corrode from the inside out. And what I am also saying is that the wiring of a woman, and I want you to listen carefully, ladies, will always take over. And when a woman is overworked, she will be tired and she will desire deep down in her loins to be rescued and to be taken care of and to be taken on an extended vacation off of the merry-go-round of the work-life balance fantasy Ferris wheel. And if her man cannot create an opportunity for her to get off of the struggle bus, independent woman joyride turned nightmare, her admiration and respect for him will lessen and lessen until it turns into full-blown disrespect and emasculation. And this is especially true for women who become mothers. And if a tired 
and resentful working woman or working mom even catches a dagger glimpse of another woman being provided for and relaxing in her feminine, she will seethe with rage and become comparative and competitive and hashtag big mad at the other woman who gets to play the role of Miss Feminine slash Susie Homemaker. Uh, ladies, the number one problem with having a mid-maintenance mindset is that men do not respect fair or reasonable. Men actually get over on fair and reasonable, nor do they respect a woman who is being nice. Nice girls have always finished last when they fundamentally do not understand men. And if a woman is giving away her crown jewel without reaping the full benefits of having a protector and a provider, she will feel used and exploited. Uh, ladies, it is in a man's nature to be way more interested in being needed and being the hero. And men are way more interested in growing and expanding in their masculine than being helped, assisted, or enabled by a woman because when a woman is helping a man in his masculinity she will never stop reminding him that they both share a title of wearing the pants and being the boss and the mid-maintenance dynamic will offer very little wiggle room for a man's masculinity and his virility to grow mature expand and flourish because the mid-maintenance dynamic also means that a man will never be able to lay claim to the ego-stroking or the masculine satisfaction that comes with being respected as a leader and the boss. And contrary to popular belief, a man is way more inclined to respect and value a woman who brings out the best in their masculinity, and that is usually the woman who makes it a hypergamous standard that a man 100% provide plus tax. And this is where the hypergamous, high maintenance standard and mindset, which will be the next video in the series and is the reason why you need to subscribe to this channel. The high maintenance standard, ladies, is the high value woman standard that will always reign supreme because men respect what they pay for and men respect what they invest in. And women who are invested in are usually the most balanced women and are usually the most feminine. So that is all that I have to say on this for now. Ladies, the mid-maintenance dynamic is often a not discussed topic and our mothers and our families generally do not teach us about being maintained and being provided for by men at all. And this is the tie that finally seems to be changing. So now it's your turn. Ladies, are you a mid-maintenance woman? And are you a woman who has been or is currently in the mid-maintenance dynamic? And how has that worked out for you? Please share your story below. And when it comes to housework, who is the person that often ends up with the shortest end of the stick? So let me know your triggered thoughts and feelings below and stay tuned for more feminine school videos to come. And I will catch up with you ladies and you lurkers in the next one. That's why my abs are so good. I do a lot of legs. Um, oh, wait. Yeah. I'm going to do some abs. Man, Harlem. Marcus Garvey Park. Allie, what's up? What's going on, Sean? What we doing now? Go do some abs. Abs, ladies. Clean money, y'all. You gotta pull with those abs. Clean money, y'all. Check her out now. Check her out.
Your stomach flat. You see that flat stomach? Okay, Alan, now what, what, what is that hit right there, what you just did? Cool. Tap. How important is that, Alan? Tap half is very, very important. You really want to make sure you're working on those abs as good as you can. Um, How many days a week, Alan? I try to hit my abs every day. Even if it's not ab day, you hit your ab with your legs. Check it out, so, it's an ab workout. That's why my abs are so good. I do a lot of legs. Um, oh, wait. So, Ladies, check out. One, two, three, four. What does that do to mouth clubs? Also, also another cool workout. Hit your abs. It's a nice little cardio ab workout. Very important. Okay, okay. Um, so you hit the abs, you say, just about every day, even if it's light. Even if it's light. I'm going to tell you, even if you do some crunches after your workout, some leg rises. After your workout, very important. What a, what a leg rise, Zach. You can show us a little something on that. Hmm. Right so, might be. Ladies, y'all say I never have no ladies on my channel. So. Roll with the bottom. And you can have fun with it. Go to the side. Okay. Switch it up. Now going to the side. Was it to make the obliques, Ellie? Yeah. <laughs> now we get money, man. All right. Ellie getting money, baby. So you can do that too to get the lower region of the abs. Okay. I feel like leg rise is really important because that's where most of us women struggle with the bottom. Leg rises. Try to do some leg rises after a leg day. <laughs> That's fun too. Now, Allie, with, with the abs, man, you know, it's how important is the diet to get them abs right? Very, very important. 70% of the work is the diet. Diet, exercise, 30%. Diet, 70%. I'm telling you, cut out your carbs, cut out your starches for like a good month and watch what happens to your abs. Check out, check out. Be patient now. A lot of people, Allie, they want abs. They want abs in two weeks, man. Don't happen in two weeks. You got to start eating right, hitting them, working out. They'll come. I'll tell you. This took me about two years. Took me about two years to get it like this. But I kept doing it. I didn't give up. I kept doing it and doing it and doing it. Because remember now, you trying to work off the fat, that's on top of the muscle. So you gotta kill all that fat that's on top of the muscle before you can see that muscle start to protrude. You know, sometimes you might see a person that they might be big. You ever see a football player's stomach? They might be big, but you can see the blacks. You know, so I'm telling you that diet is really important. Very important. Hey, Ali, man, thank you for meeting me here today. You're a friend of the channel. No problem. Yo man, fuck with Sean's YouTube channel. Y'all already know he got the best YouTube channel out there, alright? Make sure you stay tuned and you tune in for more of his YouTube videos, alright? Take care, y'all. Ali, appreciate you.
No problem. Friends, I would like to speak out against racism. I've been fortunate through the sports to understand international competitions such as participating in Olympics. Sport is multinational. And especially in combat sports, there is respect and appreciation for your opponent, no matter who they are or where they're coming from. I encourage all of us to educate ourselves, to read, learn, and enjoy diversity. The old saying, you can't judge book by its cover, couldn't be more appropriate than right now. We have many type of books on the shelf. Some are good, some are better, and many that are just beautiful. You won't even know just by looking at it. However, once you learn more by giving it a chance, once you open the book or open your mind, love can conquer hate. All of us are the same race. We're human race. We have real worries like pandemics, climate change, and different life struggles. Who knows what? The pigment of one's skin, gender, or sexual orientation are simply what makes us human. Nothing to do with the talents, skills, creativity, feelings, intellectual capabilities, or contribution to society. In closing, I had the incredible opportunity to meet Mohammed Ali. And I will never forget what he said to Ernie Terrell during his fight, because Ernie wouldn't say his name. What's my name? Now we should speak up for the innocent and for the folks whose voices can be heard. I am George Floyd.